Hey guys, welcome to the Process of Purpose podcast. Again, we're here to help inspire, motivate, and encourage others to find their purpose through the process of spirituality, health, and wealth, using godly principles and values to break through to the life that God has called us to live. Again, I'm excited for this new episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about alcohol. Yes, not rubbing alcohol, drinking alcohol, right? The Blue Moons, the Dos Equis, um, the IPAs, all, you know, the vodka, all that, all that stuff. We're going to be talking about this on this episode. I'm going to share my story, how I overcame it, um, you know, what I did. It, it's going to be a really good one. Here's the episode. Stay thirsty, my friends. You get the point. Right, that's, I posted a picture I was uh, for, for Halloween. I was actually uh, the most interesting man in the world. Dyed the whole beard white. Not dyed it, but like put like color and the hair. And I became the most interesting man. But now I just do that for a living. Thank you very much. Um, so really quick, we know that, that, that um, alcohol can be a, a touchy subject, right? A lot of people have different opinions on, on drinking alcohol. A lot of people don't do it. Some people do. Some do it more than others, like I, how I used to. Um, and some people could just chill out. So just quick disclaimer, you know, quick disclaimer, you know, I'm not against anyone who drinks alcohol. I'm not any, against anyone who who might have a beer here and there. I, I'm not I'm not here to judge anybody um, that that's up to you and God, man. So um, I'm just going to share my experience, what I've been through, what I've gone through um, and how I overcame it, because, you know, alcohol is a real thing. It's something that uh, you can really get attached to. Um, so. Yeah, no, it's uh, it could be uh, dangerous, right? I just remember somebody was coming, but they should have texted me. Um, so, again, we're here not to uh, bash on anybody. We're simply here to share some love. So, guys, uh, why did I why did I choose this subject? Right, that's what I want to get into because I feel like I have a lot of insight. I have a lot of insight on on drinking alcohol. I did it for a long time. Um, I don't do it now. So just so you guys know, I've decided to not drink anymore. Um, you know, it's a personal choice. It's a, it's a choice I made that, uh, because, you know, of my relationship with God and, and that's between me and God. So, um, but I have experienced a lot. I have done a lot of stupid things on alcohol. Um, and at the end of the day, the reason, you know, I decided not to drink is, because it doesn't serve me or it doesn't serve anyone around me. And for a while, I thought, um, you know, I was just kind of being judgy or people around me that didn't drink. And that's why because, that's why I didn't drink, that they were being judgy. But it wasn't the fact it was more um, that it didn't really serve anyone around me or, you know, to have me drinking. Uh, and I actually heard that from Lewis Howes, right? Um, I, I was listening to his podcast and he doesn't drink and he says you know it doesn't serve me it doesn't serve anyone around me and i was like dang it i'm gonna use that line for the rest of my life because i you know i was still getting those those thoughts like man like man i just can i just have a beer like just one like like i like the taste of beer right i enjoy the taste of beer not wine that uh, wine is disgusting but um beer I, I i like the 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 taste of beer i like the way you know it was smooth i liked even those dark ipas i liked all that good stuff I've been there. And I said, can I just have one maybe? And uh, prayed about it. Decided, you know, it just wasn't the best decision. 
for me to continue to drink. So that that's where that's where I was at. And I want to go ahead and share how I got to this point in my life, right? So um, again, this is for for you know some of you guys might come on here and you might be like, man, dude, you're talking about alcohol. I'm cool. I could drink one or two and I'm good. Like, shut up, Robert. That's great. This ain't for you, right? This is for somebody who who uh, wants to hear the story and kind of hear, okay, well, get their thoughts on it and and then just make the choice for themselves, right? Um, they're, they're maybe on that, that borderline, like maybe I should start drinking or maybe I've tried to stop drinking for so long. It's been a long time. You know, I've tried 20 times in my life. I go three weeks, six months, you know, New Year's resolution, all this, uh, all this good stuff, right? Uh, but the end of giving up, you end up failing. So I'm gonna talk about some of my failures and 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 you know how I got over uh, that hump. So um, I'm gonna take you guys to the to the beginning. To the beginning, Genesis one one. No, I'm kidding. I'm not taking it that far back. Uh, so I'm taking the beginning when I started actually drinking, and um, it was uh, when I first started drinking. I was like 13 years old. Okay, well, actually, this is a funny story. Before we get it going, let's let's start off on a good note. So when I was little, right, I was a, you know, I think a metiche, they call them, right, where, like, I used to just get into everything, and I was like, oh, what's this? What's this? So I was in the garage, you know, and I'm in the garage, and I see this this little white clear bottle, I mean, a clear bottle, right, with clear liquid in it, and it had a banana in front of it. And I was like, banana? I like bananas. Bananas are good. So what do I do, right? I was little. I can't remember what what age I was, but, you know, it's pretty funny. I crack it open, and then once I crack it open, I drink it, right? And I drink it. It was like death. I swallowed death. I thought I was going to die for, like, for, like, a whole five minutes. I was like, I'm dead. Like, just the heat went down my throat, you know, and I'm guessing it was vodka. But I'll never forget that feeling. Like, yeah, I, I thought I died. Like, this is death. This is, you know, if there's a howl right now, you know, I'm thinking as a little kid is, if you know, if I was in howl, this is what howl is right now. And it was, it was bad. It was so bad. So I guess that was the first time I started drinking, but I really didn't drink after that. Right. Um, into the age of 13. So at the age of 13, I started drinking again. Um, I started drinking. I'm not going to say with who I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but I started drinking again. Right. I mean, I started drinking. And, you know, I started off with a couple of beers and then, you know, more beers, more beers. And then it got to the point when, you know, 13, 14, I started counting how many beers I would drink. Um, so it got, it got, it went there. Right. And then it kind of slowed down for a little bit. And then I think my sophomore going into my like junior year, uh, I think I was like 14, 15 years old. Um, I, I remember being 15. Right. So this is going to go into my, man, I want to say into my junior year. Yeah. Into my junior year, uh, going the summer, going into my junior year. Uh, I would go to my grandma's house all the time, but my mom's like, man, this guy likes going with my grandma. My mom's like, well, cool. Go with your grandma. Like, you know, we're going to do our thing. You do your thing. Cool. So I would go with my grandma. I would spend the night and my aunt Christina would have my back all the time. And I would go hang out with my buddy, Daniel. Right. And kind of throwing other people under the bus. But this is when we were young. Right. So me and Daniel, we would go and we would go grab some beers, drink, hang out, just, you know, just mess around. Never anything too crazy. So one day we decided to, hey, we, we're going to drink some alcohol today. We're going we're gonna to drink some, some good stuff today. So what we decided to get, Papa Vodka, like the cheapest, most disgusting vodka you can ever find in the world. 
pop of vodka. You guys know what I'm talking about. You guys have been there, man. So 15, you know, we're standing outside and we hand somebody, you know, a couple of, I think it was like maybe 10 or 12 bucks. We hand them 12 bucks. They gave us the pop of, and it was a good sized bottle, you know, and they give it to us and we're like, dang, okay, well, how are we going to drink? Because it's disgusting. So we're like, let's go buy uh, big gulps and we'll pour it in there, you know, and then we'll put soda in there and I'll kind of mask the, the flavor. So what do we do? We go buy three big gulps. It's me, Daniel, and his cousin Frankie. Uh, not my cousin Frank, but his cousin Frank, uh, Frankie. And we go and we boom, 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 boom. We put it in there. We pour it and we, we're doing the thing. You know, we put soda in there and we're like, yeah, let's go. And we go to a school, a middle school, I think. I forget what school. It was by like a royal high school. And, uh, you know, I start with the straw too. And I start just pounding the big gulp. Pound the whole big gulp, and then Daniel's like, "Bro, I can't drink the rest of mine." I said, "Give it to me," and I drank it. So I was, you know, I was trying to, you know, I was getting a little wild. I was, I got a little excited. So, whatever, in like instantly, like within minutes, I'm talking about minutes. We're like, he's like, "Bro, we got to roll. Like it's getting late. It's getting dark at the school. We got to roll." And we had to, we jumped the fence to get in. We had to jump the thing out. I cannot jump the fence. Like they had to grab a trash can. I fell low. It was just all bad. Right. So, you know, long story short, I get to my grandma's house. Uh, I'm throwing up. My grandma's like, oh, what's going on? My aunt's covering for me. Oh, I think he ate something bad. Yada, yada, yada. I'm done. Tore up, dude. And um, my aunt comes home. My aunt Lissette comes home and she sees that. She's like, man, this guy, you know, I'm usually loud, rowdy, you know, like a life of the party type of thing, moving all the time. And I'm like, She's like, what the heck? It's like 7 o'clock. What's wrong with Robert? And then they're like, oh, I don't think he's feeling well. And I'm like, and she could probably smell it. And she's like, come here. Boom, she takes me to her room. And then next thing you know, like, I just remember waking up and I'm like crying. Don't tell my mom. Don't tell my mom. Right? And well, she told my mom. She's she's my mom's sister. So she told my mom. And so I got in trouble, whatever. So I was 15 years old. The first time I ever got caught drunk. You know, who knows how many other times I've actually been drunk. And then it progressed to my junior year, uh, you know, in football, we're just drinking, you know, doing our thing. Um, you know, we just get drunk. And then I start hanging out with my uncle Juan and with his brother-in-law and we started drinking Mad Dog 2020 and we would pound, like literally pound the whole Mad, that's disgusting. Mad Dog 2020, they're huge, they're disgusting and it's just like a wino drink, man. So we go buy a couple, pound them and just chill out, you know, and, and it was just bad, um, it would get really bad sometimes, man. So uh, that happened, you know, senior, even worse. You know, we're seniors now. We think we're big dogs. Hey, let's hang out. What do you do on Fridays? Hey, we drink. All right, cool. Let's go drink almost every weekend, right? Um, I don't know how. I, I think my parents just probably pretend like they didn't even know, but they. I think they knew. So, you know, it, it, it's starting to get really bad my senior year, um, 16, 17-year-old, you know, se you know, senior. And it, it just starts getting really bad, man. And, you know, we think we're on top of the world and... I'm like, okay, this is this is who I am now, right? That, that I've decided that I'm gonna be that person who who always gets drunk, who who likes to beat everyone at drinking. That that's who I started becoming senior year going into college. So at the time, you know, I had a girlfriend and she hated when I drink because I just became a jerk. Like, you know, I wouldn't really tell her like too much stuff, but I was just a jerk with everybody else. And then like she would tell me kind of like chill out, and then I was just like, you know, I was never physically like hurting anybody at the time, you know, with, with, at least with her. Um, but I was just, you know, really just verbally, verbally, I was abusive with my words. <laughs> Dyslexia, man. Sometimes you just want to come out. 
Um, so it, 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 that's when that's when I knew it started getting bad. You know, it progressed in college. We started, you know, you're, you're in college. You know, you want to do your thing. You want to play beer pong all the time. You want to play all these games. You want to hit the beer bong, you know. And then and then top of that, I started smoking weed and doing all this stuff. And you know, that's smoking weed is a, it's a different subject for another time. Um, but that's that's kind of where 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 I started like getting that angry drunk, you know, that that angry, mad, pissed off guy, pissed at the world, because really I was just masking that all that anger. So when I would drink, it would just all come out, right? All that pain and and hurt that I had inside me from you know whatever I had, you know, it's the issues that I had growing up. Um, it, it it would come out and. It, it didn't get any better, you know. 18, I kind of stopped stopped drinking for a little bit. And then 19, 20, I, I kept drinking 21, 22, 23. Like, it got bad. Like, it got so bad that, like, people didn't want to be around me sometimes when we would drink. And I wasn't drinking every single day. It was mostly on weekends. But I was, like, blacking out almost every weekend. Like, blacking out. Like, it's bad, you know. Um, and then, sure enough, uh, for my buddy's 21st birthday, we go out to Fullerton. I'm not even old enough to be there. I have a fake ID. We go that night, end up breaking his arm. Um, so it's not, it wasn't fun, you know? Like, it, I woke up, I had no idea that I broke his arm. No idea. I get, a, I get a text from my buddy Jose, like, hey, man, I can't believe you did that. Yada, yada, you should really think. That's not cool. You know, I'm like, what did I do? And I go and I see my buddy and the home homeboy's like sitting and you know I'm not proud of this like homeboy's sitting there he's like oh I'm about to go into surgery like I'm like dang what what did I what am I doing what am I doing in my life and so from there you think it would stop and it didn't it didn't I kept going like it was just like oh a little hiccup all right well let's just hush hush and you know it, it sucked because I would have to you know he he was still my friend at the time. And everywhere where we go, he had a big old scar across his arm. And everyone would ask, like, hey, man, what happened to your arm? And, oh, this guy broke it. So, like, I was like, dang it, man. We got to tell everybody that, um, okay, I'm just making sure the guy that was supposed to be here is not here. Um, now, we got to tell everybody, you know, what, what's going on. And and so it, it, was, it wasn't pretty. It definitely wasn't pretty. Um, and then from there, you know, it just kept getting worse. And then you know, I started doing drugs, you know, other drugs that 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 would enhance it, you know, that would keep me going, whatever, you know. I, I don't even like to talk about it because I don't want to even give that any life. But um, it was happening, you know, and I got in fights with, you know, one of my best friends. It just, you know, words and just said things that weren't supposed to be said. I really don't even remember what was said, but I just remember it wasn't good at all. Like it was like like deep, deep, bad stuff, you know. Um, so it got really bad, right? I started doing drugs and I got to the point where like, I was like, man, I need to change. And then the, the turning point was, um, you know, I started, well, the turning point really was that same night that I fought my friend, uh, not, not physically, but just with words. Um, I ended up going home and I ended up like this, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I ended, well, I ended up really pissing off my, my stepdad really bad. He had the signed memorabilia of all these people on the Lakers, 49ers, and he left it somewhere and I peed on it. Like I literally went in the room and just peed on it. For what? I have no idea. So literally that night I was like, I, and then once he found out, I didn't know he found out. I had no idea. Um, that was kind of the turning point. I was like, man, I got to do something about my life. Like I'm just going downhill. You know, I had already been arrested. Like, you know, there's just all these things happening and I still hadn't decided. And I feel like a lot of us, right? A lot of us go through that you know sometimes we, we we have to go through that 
uh, or sometimes we choose to go through that, I should say. Um, and, but some, the, some of the people just don't learn. Some people are still going through that today. And those are the people I really want to reach is just, you know, let you know, like, hey, man, like there's something else for you than just drinking every weekend, getting drunk every weekend. There's more to it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. But what I feel like is more fun to me is the purpose that I'm getting out of life. Right. The, the calling that I have on my life. And I, and yeah, I didn't even want to go there just yet, but there's more to to life than just drinking every weekend. Um, so that was kind of the turning point right there. Right. We, we, we got to that point and I was like, bro, what am I, what am I going to do? Like I need to do something. So I started going to church with my cousin, Frank, we started going to church and there was a couple of times where I showed up hung, like hungover. I was like, man, I tried, you know, Hey, sorry. I, you know, I'm going to church now. I'm supposed to be this guy, you know, it's not working out, but I'm still trying. Cool. You know, I'm still here and I'll go to church and I'll go to church that way. And I kept going, kept going. And then I started dating uh, my wife, you know, now, I uh, started dating Crystal and she was not like, she was not going to have that. I knew it too. And I was like, well, I got to, you know, and I felt like I, I needed to hide it from her at the beginning. I was like, man, I, I needed, I need to hide everything that I smoked weed, that I did drugs, like, and I did for a long time and that I, you know, I was a huge drinker. She probably didn't know most of that when we first started dating um, because I wasn't too open about it. Just like the people in my circle or people who would hang out, they knew about it. Right. But besides that, I wasn't a, like a loud guy about it. Um, like how I'm about Jesus now. Um, so I wanted to date her and I was like, all right, well, I already pissed off my best friend. I pissed off my stepdad, you know, I'm pissed. Uh, and then there's this girl that I really want to date. Like there's something has to give and, and I got to change my life. So, you know, I, 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 I started going to church and little by little, you know, I had a couple of failures, a couple of slip ups here and there. Um, but like I decided just to cut it all completely, completely. And to this day, like, I don't regret it. You know, I, I can't really remember the last time I had a drink. I think the last time was at uh, my buddy Evis's wedding. I think we had like a sip of champagne because we do we did a toast. I was like, oh, this is not apple cider. <laughs> but it was a sip. So whatever. I don't count the days, whatever. That must have been like over a year ago or a year ago. It doesn't matter. The, fa the, the point is, is that I don't drink anymore um, because I went through all that. I just, you know, besides, you know. Even scaring my sisters and and my my parents and you know pissing them off. My family's worried about me. They don't know what's going on. They just see me that I'm just drinking a lot. It's just getting really bad. So it started getting really 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 bad. And you know I was trying to fight people at bars. You know I I was just rude to be you know to people. And my my relationships and just family was just you know everything was going down the hill. But but because I decided I didn't want to stop drinking. That was literally the choice. One of the biggest choices, right, you know, the biggest choice was giving my life to God, obviously. And and then that was another one, drink, stop drinking. That led to me to, you know, stop smoking and to stop doing drugs. Like, literally, like, that's how it happened. One led to another. Right? So, big surprise. So, I want to go over the reason why I was drinking, right? So, they're saying, man, bro, you were drinking since 13 to like 23, dude. That's like 10 years of drinking. I'm like, yeah, I did. But one, because I thought it was cool, right? When I was when I was younger, I seen my family doing it all the time. Um, you know, they would do it. They would get out of hand sometimes. I was like, dude, that's a lot of fun, bro. You guys are having the time of your life. Y'all are doing it over here, right? Um, so I thought that that's who, that's not, I, I just thought that's what people did, right? I seen everyone around me doing it. My, my, my parents, 
you know, um, family, whatever. I don't want to single anybody out. Just people around me, right? And they're friends. And so I was like, oh, this thing's freaking awesome, bro. Like, I can't wait to I'm like 15 to start drinking. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but it started happening a little bit earlier. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I thought it was it was cool. And I wanted to be that cool guy, right? I want to be the beer, beer, beer pong champion. And don't get me wrong. Me and my buddy, Jose, pff, solid. We're solid beer pong champs. Like, literally, like, I think one night we went, like, 25 and 1. And we put, like, five people on the table. Whatever. I'm just getting a little too excited for, you know, glory days, right? Jeez. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to be the cool guy, you know, number one drinker of all time. That's what I wanted to be. That, that was a cool thing. And then also, oh, it tells me to read my goals. Nice. Um, I, 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 I didn't know this at the time, but. I've realized it since and I was literally trying to drink my life away. Like just the worries, right? Not like like or drink where I wanted to die. No. I wanted to drink so like I could mask all the the anger and and hurt uh that I had inside. And it would just make it worse. It would just come out ten times worse. So not only was I not helping it, I was enhancing the anger. I was enhancing everything that that was bottled up inside. You know, you know. And there's things like you know, just resentment towards some of my family. Um, you know, not you know having that father figure. You know, I had my stepdad, and I love I love my stepdad. He's such an amazing dude, but he wasn't that like father guy. Like I, he would. Like, he didn't have those conversations with me. It was more leading by example, right? So I seen the way he treated my mom. So that's why I, I, I think that's why I treat my wife so well because of the way my stepdad treat my mom, right? So all those things, but he never, like, till now he calls me son and, you know, I call him pops. But, like, it was my stepdad. Like, it was Chris. I didn't I didn't have that relationship with him. And, and, and a big part of that was because I shut that down, right? I shut that down. I didn't want to say, hey, now my dad, I don't, he's in jail or something right now. But that's my dad. You're, you're, you're Chris. You know, where now really, like, that's my pops. You know, he raised me. But I didn't, I didn't allow that to happen. So um, I had a lot of anger about that. Like, man. I see everyone else with their dads. You know, I see everyone else with their family. Their family has it all together. So we think, right? That's what we're thinking growing up. So there's a lot of anger and resentment build up. Um, you know, friends had hurt me. Girls had hurt me. Like, there's a lot of things that I would do because I wanted to mask it, right? I wanted to wear this mask. Everything's always fine. Everything's always good. Like, I'm Robert Cedeno. I'm good, man. And and I, I lived my life for that for such a long time. Um, and it wasn't me. And, and now, like, I have this freedom, right? I have this freedom that I can share and I can express. And there's things that I'm struggling with today still, right? There's things that you're struggling with today. Um, but the, I've decided to be real about it. I've decided to be open about the things that I've struggled with so people can learn, right? Not to glorify any of those things that I've ever done because I don't see any good in them. But I want to glorify God and what he's brought me from. Right. That, that that's the biggest thing. I want to say, man, like if Robert could do it right, if if that dummy could, you know, at the time I was being a dummy, if that dummy could do it and he could get clean and he could clean himself up like I want to know what he's doing. I want to know where he got that strength from. I want to know where he got that courage from. And the truth is, I got the strength and courage and 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 that consistency from God, the relationship I built. Right. Um, so. Yeah. And. To, to tell you the truth, I like drinking. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it. I like the taste of it, like I said. So that's why that's why I was drinking. And then, you know, I kind of went over 
why I stopped drinking. Again, you know, I got to the point where it got really bad. Um, it got to the point where, like, I, I was either going to die or going to end up in jail. Like, li- literally one or the other. I, it was coming. It was, it was just a matter of time. Matter of time. I remember we went to a bar one time, and, and uh, I was telling my uncle the story a couple of weeks back. But uh, we went to this bar, and, and I guess I was talking smack to somebody, whatever. It got a little rowdy. We're on the elevator going back to the car. Um, and then I was like, I don't even remember this, but they said, like, bro, you can't even walk, whatever, whatever the case is. And then you said you try to pick a fight with somebody. And then and then the homie, they, they said that once he took off his shirt, that he was super ripped. And you're like, oh, nah, never mind, bro. I'm trying to fight you. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was funny. But yeah, that, they're like, oh, yeah, bro, you can barely walk and you're going to fight this dude. This guy got into like a karate position and stuff. And you're like, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm straight. Thank you. We're gone, but luckily cops showed up and they separated everyone, so that was good. Um, so yeah, no, that that's you know those are the reasons why I stopped drinking. You know, I ended up giving my life to God, uh, which is the best thing I've ever done, and it, it freed me. It freed me. I was able just to release that. Like here, man. Like I I don't want this anymore. Take it. Like I've been carrying this pain and anger and just resentment for too long. All the shame that I've that, that I've carried and I've put on my last name, you know, I don't want it anymore. We've been doing that for generations and generations. I'm, I, I want that to be gone, right? I want that to stop with me. So I made a choice right there. I want this to stop with me. So when, you know, God willing, my kids and, and the future generations were to come and be like, man, okay, well, God used Robert to stop that right there. And look at the impact and look at the the, the people they're empowering because he decided to make a choice not to, to party, not to drink, not to that. And then sometimes, you know, it does suck. Sometimes it sucks. I'm not going to lie. Why am I going to lie to you? It sucks sometimes. I see my friends and I want to hang out with them, my friends, and... I, I sometimes I like man. Like I could just be chilling with them, not not even just drinking with them, but just chilling with them. But I'm like, I just gotta remember, like man, you have a calling on your life. You've been called to do something, and right now I'm being called to wake up at 4 a.m. every single day. Do I like it? No. Do I want to be with my friends sometimes? Yes. Do I want to go out messing around, talk a bunch of crap? Yes. But I choose not to. Right. So I, I'm gonna go over a, a, a couple of. Uh, of ways that you can start like transitioning out of that phase. Or if you're looking to be like, Hey man, I want to take that step in the right direction. I do want to stop drinking. And again, if you're drinking cool, bro, cool, nothing against you. I do not judge you. You know, if you, if you do it excessively, I, I might just unfollow you. I and mean, it's just cool. Just because I want to protect my mind, not because of anything because of you, I do not want to judge you. You do you and I'll do me. That's it. Right. We all we, we all have our different convictions. Um, so practical ways that help me stop drinking. Hmm. Well, one, you know, I had to stop hanging out with my friends for a bit. Like I was talking about earlier, I had to stop hanging out. I kind of had to separate myself and I have some really good friends. Jose, Manny and Alex, you know, I have a couple other people in there. These are these are I'm talking about the friends that I've you know grew up with and went to school with. Uh, but I have some really close friends with these guys, man. They're like really tight dudes. And uh, obviously, I have way more friends around it. But these are the guys that I would like drink with and mess around with and everything, right? Um, so I had to separate myself for, from from even those guys that I love. I, I I love them. I tell them all the time that I love them because I'm just that emotional guy, you know. And um, you know, I just and then from there, I had to completely cut people off. 
right? I had to cut people off. Like, hey, bro, like, hey, we're going to be chilling. We're going to do this. Nah, like, I can't. No, we're good. No. And, and it, it, it took a while for me to get back to just to be able to hang out with him. And um, it's crazy because I the other day I was on the elliptical and I, I seen all these stories and my friends hanging out. And, you know, they're messing around, drinking and stuff. And I felt like really sad. Oh, oh, oh I'm not going to lie. I was really sad. Like, I wanted to tear up because I, I missed it, right? I missed that, like, just hanging out with them. Not even to drink, just to hang out. But like I said, like... I remembered how blessed I was to leave that drinking life, right? How blessed I am to even just to have my limbs, right? I was listening to this podcast and the guy has no arms, no legs. And the dude said, he's blessed. I'm like, bro, like I'm over here like feeling super sad because I can't party with my friends. Not not party, but like hang out with my friends. And, um, and I'm complaining. This dude has no arms and no legs. Like, bro, we are so blessed, right? All right, so back to the practical ways that helped me stop drinking. Um, like I said, I had to cut people off. A lot of them, I still love them, but I had to cut it off. Um, and I, like I said, I had to stop putting myself in the situations that 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 would tempt me to drink again, right? To to say, hey, you know what? Ah, just one. Ah, okay, maybe just three, five, and then bam! Next thing you know, you got five down. And you're feeling pretty warm, and you're like, dang it! All right. Why not? I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna drive, and then that's it. It's too. It, uh, from there, I want. I want. I want you guys to understand something. I'm a all or nothing guy. There's no in between for me, right? In everything that I do, and I've said this many times before, I'm all or nothing. I'm. I'm either way over here, so I'm either doing it right. I'm doing it right where I'm gonna get drunk, or I'm over here not doing anything. That's it. No in between. And anything that I do. And sometimes it could be a blessing and sometimes it could be bad. Who knows? But that's just who I am. I know who I am. So I, I, I've discovered who, how I work, how my mind works. I'm all or nothing. All or nothing. Decided to be nothing with this one, right? For the most part, I'm all. Um, but I had to separate myself from those, those, those situations or those places that would tempt me, right? There's a lot of people that would be like, hey, man, just drink a beer. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And it's really not. But for me, it is, right? And and we could get into the whole thing of your body's a temple and, you know, this, you know, all these different things that, that people say that they don't drink. And the reality is I, it didn't serve me and it didn't serve anyone around me. That's it. The whole your body a temple. It's true. Your body is a temple. But guess what? We throw a bunch of crap into our body anyways with the, the stuff that we eat, the stuff that we drink, the you know, we're breathing. It, 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 it's it's sometimes you just can't avoid it, right? So I don't even want to get into that. Um, and another thing why I didn't want to do it is because I didn't want to allow people to stumble, right? So, like, if if I was to drink, and I used to have a drinking problem, and I'm hanging out with a buddy that used to drink, and he used to have a drinking problem, and now I'm drinking because I'm telling myself that I'm okay, how do you think it's going to make the other dude feel? And maybe his problem was worse, or their problem was worse, right? So that's another reason why I don't drink, because I don't want anyone around me to stumble, Right. People could drink around me. They know that I'm not going to stumble anymore. It got into the point where, like, I have a quick story. So I went to hang out with my, my friend Manny, uh, Jose and Alex, and they're having a barbecue and they're playing beer pong. I was playing beer pong with two, but, you know, it was water pong. So we're playing. Everyone's having a good time. I'm having a good time. My wife is having a good time. We're all chilling. And then we start hanging out with the guys over here in this little spot. And they start passing the bottle of, like, I think it was, like, Jameson or something, right? They start passing it around. These dudes are all taking swigs. Boop, boop, boop. And I was like, man, you guys are having a good time, papa. And and then 
it gets it gets to me and my they don't even think about it they just pass it to the next guy they don't ask me they don't put it in front of me nothing they pass it to the next guy and then it gets to the guy that doesn't know me he doesn't he's just met me that day he's like whoa 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 we missed one guy and i was like whoa what are you talking and then everyone looked at him and i kind of just looked i was like who (laughs) who are you talking about and they're like oh he's like hey we missed him what about him and then without saying a word right without saying anything my friends were like no 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 no. he's good he's good bro he's good he's good no no he doesn't drink he doesn't i was like bro i didn't have to say anything nothing and these are the same friends that like you would think i would get peer pressure from right but they know where i excuse me oh my gosh they know where i stand i need some water i've been talking too much they know where i stand they know what my beliefs are they know where i'm at in life and they know that i love them no matter what right so they're okay with telling somebody i'll know for me because they know they know that i'm not judging them they know that i love them and they love me Right? It sounds kind of weird, but they love me that they're willing to be like, no, no, this dude, that. And I'm like, dang, bro. Heck, it felt good. I left that and I was like, like, God, it worked. Jeez. Like, this is good. This is progress right here. Not progress brewery either. This is progress, like, progression. Right? Um, even though sometimes Jose still gives me a hard time. But that's just Jose. He's a jerk sometimes, you know? Even though I love him, man. I love you, Jose, if you listen to this, bro. Um... So yeah, you know, separating myself, cutting people off, and then, you know, just avoiding it in general. Just say, hey, you know what? I gave it to God. God, give me the strength and courage because I tried to do it for a long time by myself and I just couldn't. I couldn't. I failed many, many times until I actually put it in the hands of God. God's like this, and I was like, eh, eh. Ah, all right, here you go. Finally, I could give it up, right? So was it easy? Heck no. Like my boy Luigi says, heck no. You know, did I fail? Heck yes, all the time. I failed multiple times. Um, Do I miss it? No, I don't. Sometimes I miss like the taste of it. So that's why I drink black coffee. You know, you guys know that I drink black coffee and people are like, bro, how do you drink black coffee? And I was like, this is like my beer because it like, it doesn't taste the same, but like, you know, it's kind of like that harsh taste. That's why I like, you know, black coffee. It's my new, my new beer, I guess you can say. We won't get into that one. But that's how I feel, guys. And I just want someone to have that opportunity to say, like, hey, man, you know what? I- I've been struggling with this. I've been going through it. I've been trying to stop for the last 10 years. I've been trying to stop for the last year. I made this uh, New Year's resolution, resolution, and I've already given up. You know, I've tried everything. And the the best advice I can give you is to give it to God, man. The best thing you can do with anything in life, but just let's stick to the topic here with drinking. Give it to God, man. He's going to, he's going to take care of you. He's going to be able to be like, all right, I'll take it. Right. Because I feel like that can stop us from, it could get in the way, right. Of, of what God wants us to do and what we're, what we're called to do. Um, it's like a, a stumbling block, right? I used to try to go out of my way to drink. I used to try to go out of my way to be the person that I that that I wanted everyone to see me as, right? 
Now I don't have to go out of my way. Now I'm mission driven. I, I have a desire and I'm just like laser focused now. It's insane. It, it took three, four years to get here though, right? To this. And I, and like, and I, and I still like, it's so crazy that I'm saying this, but like, I feel, I still feel like I'm at the bottom of the journey, which I, I think I am. Like I literally like in the process that I'm in right now, I'm like at the very beginning, like I, they, they just like, you know, the gun just went off and I'm just starting to hit the first stride, literally. And people are like, bro, but we seen all, no, like first stride, homie. Boom. I know you guys on the, on the podcast doesn't, can't see this, but I'm doing my little first stride move. Um, so you can picture that if you like, but can, like, can, can you just imagine like, just, let's just go back real quick. Let's just go back real quick. Right. And talk about drinking at 13 years old and you guys, you know, I want you guys to really think about it. Like, I want you guys to close your eyes. I know it sounds weird, but close your eyes and think of a 13 year old, you know, right now, a 13 year old that's drinking. I mean, a 13 year old that, you know, right now, somebody, you know, eighth grade, ninth grade, probably. Right. Think of them right now. Just close your eyes. Can you imagine them drinking? That was me, right? Now, 15-year-old. Maybe a little, you, you can maybe imagine a 15-year-old. You probably did it yourself, but just imagine that. It's, it's insane. So what, what I need to do for the next generation and for, the, for, for my family that's coming up is be the example. Let them know that, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, you're going to make a choice because we have that freedom. Right. I was doing the Bible Institute today and and we're free moral agents. We have the freedom to do as we please. But what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose to be that same drunk that you've been for the last 10 years, for the last five years? Are you going to choose to, you know, um, ruin your marriage over drinking, over going out? You know, I always tell my wife, like, like I always mess with her and that. I'm like, maybe you're so blessed. Like, I don't even go out. I just play PlayStation a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what I do. But, you know, that that's just how I feel. Um, yeah, guys, there, there's more to if you really feel like you need to stop, reach out to me. I'll help you, man. If you really feel like you're 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 there, but you just can't get over the hump, reach out to me. I want to help you. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I want to help you. Right. Because I tried doing it all on my own and and, and I couldn't. And you shouldn't either. Like, you know, I started surrounding myself with the right people. The right people started speaking to my life. Um, the people around me that weren't drinking anymore. You know, just all these little things that can help. And I want to help you. I want you to help. I want to help you find your purpose. And a lot of the times, this will stumble you. For some of you, it may not. Great, bro. Great. This is not for you. This is for the people who are struggling right now. Who, who want to get over that hump who want to progress that next level in life, but their choices, right? I don't say decisions because I always mess that word up, but their choices are really hurting them right now. And it could be drinking, it could be smoking, it could be doing drugs, you know, it could, you know, be cheating on their wife, it could be, you know, just not being there for their kids, whatever the case is. At the end of the day, you cannot blame the, you know, blame the way you grew up on what you're trying to do now, or who you are today, or who you can be tomorrow, right? Or who you decide to be right now. The past ain't gonna define you, man. 
right? People are probably thinking like, whoa, bro, you used to black out all the time. Like, are you are you still smart? Like, I might struggle a little bit more. I don't know. I don't feed into that, right? What I know, what I can control is what I'm doing today. Writing down my goals, journaling, prayer, devotional, right? Reading, hearing, listening to podcasts, right? I can control all that stuff. And so can you. It's not about willpower. Because willpower is not good enough. It's not. It's not. I learned that a long time ago. Willpower is not good enough. Your why has to be stronger. Your purpose has to be stronger. What you have been called to do has to be stronger. I believe it. And I'm going to keep preaching it, man. I'm going to keep saying this till God brings me home. Right? Till I get promoted. That's it. This is going to be my life, man. Encouraging people, helping people, loving on people, inspiring people. Not for me. I don't do this for me, man. You know? It's, a lot of stuff is not fun, but I want to help people. It, it's like, it's beyond my wife and I now. You know? As long as I take care of my relationship with, with God and my relationship with my wife and my future kids, I'm good, man. I'm here to to help people. It's a lot of work, yes. Do I want to do it? No. Somebody has to do it. And I've been called to do it, so I am. I went off on a tangent there, but I just want to say that, man. Like, I'm, I'm passionate about this stuff, and I really want to help some of you people out. So I'm going to help you guys out, man. And this is what we're going to do, man. We're going to change some lives. And we're going to, and I can't do it alone. We know we got to do it together as a community, as a village. We got we to gotta get together, really come together and help some souls out, man. So I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I'm excited where all this is going. And um, have, I have a real, like, big peace in my heart right now. Like, peace, like, you know, that kind of peace. That's the peace I have in my heart right now. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for being on. Uh, again, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to you know myself, my wife. Uh, we'd love to help you guys out in everything we can do. Again, don't forget to go give this podcast uh, a five star review. Uh, you know, subscribe to it, share it with somebody, share this live video with somebody, share my Instagram page, uh, Facebook at Robert Cedeno Jr. Um, you can find me on Snapchat. I don't really go on Snapchat. You're better off just, you know, going on Instagram. But um, share this with somebody. Tag somebody in my post. Uh, let's keep inspiring people. Let's keep motivating people. Let's keep helping people find their purpose through the process. Again, it's through the process, and that's where you find the purpose, guys. Again, if nobody loves you, Jesus loves you. All right, guys. Have a